All right, Pat, the Timberwolves, uh, it's been a lot of great wins this season. They beat the Celtics <laughs> early in the year. They've had some big ones last night. Maybe the biggest win of the year. Just avoiding a loss to the Pistons, yes. I think. is You're right. It's a, it's a huge win when you avoid a terrible loss, right? No matter what. You know, it's a... Uh... You know, anytime you avoid a terrible loss, it's uh, it's it's a good win. It's a, it's a good win, and it was. What was interesting, however, is they shot fifty and a half percent, and their their big four. I mean, if you put McDaniel's in that group, scored ninety six points. Yeah. They all had a big night offensively. Cat got twenty seven. Edwards on more shots, I think, got twenty seven. Rudy had nineteen and. 14 or something and McDaniels at his highest scoring night of the season. And they, uh, you know, they, they, they were comfortably going to win it in the fourth quarter, even though it was what five or something. But uh, you know, the fact that they had to, had to, um, had to sweat it out after giving up 40 in the first period was uh, Finchie is Finchie hasn't been happy after many games the last month as last two, three weeks, he was, he was kind of grumpy again last night. I love it. I think it's great that because he's got some yeah. guys like Anthony Edwards and Jaden McDaniels are still young and they can get a little in cat. They can get a little flighty. And mm-hmm. I love yeah. that Finch is just never happy after any. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. yeah. He, now once in a while he, he was, but he hadn't been happy for a while. Now he's mad at Ant getting the technicals. He got one and could have had another one and he's had seven already. And he's, he's, uh, you know, leave the cat. One reason we loved him, right, is he didn't whine like like Cat did. Now he's now he's got more teas than Cat. I think he's, he's more, but he's more aggressive because Cat doesn't. I feel like maybe I'm wrong on this, but Cat is passive aggressive in his whining. Like an official yeah. will make a bad call, and Cat will will look away from the official and do all the passive aggressive yeah, right, stuff. Right, right. Anthony Edwards will stare through the official's soul and clap at him and swear yeah. at him yeah. pretty aggressively. That's why yeah, he gets the technicals. They, there's nothing they hate worse than when you glare at them. They're going to tee you up in a second if you glare at them. Glaring, like, pointing, and clapping are the things yes, that you yeah, can't. Yeah, uh, you're, you're getting one. I think I think the league, you still get 16 before you get suspended a game, right? I think you get 16, and then you get suspended a game. So he's got a ways to go, but uh, now the word's out. So, you know, Cat can... If they actually had a, the relationship like this, could sit down and say, you know, they don't, they already don't like me. They can't write, they can't wait to not give me a call. You, you don't want to get put in that same category, do you? And we, we can't have our, we can't have our two big stars both in the outhouse with the referees because yeah. there's no group of referees more vindictive than NBA referees. I mean, Tony oh, Brothers, he, you know, Tony Brothers couldn't wait to call that technical, <laughs> uh, you know, when you when you look at him. So if it's Tony Scott Brothers, Foster, these guys yeah, are, yeah, they're the ones. Yeah, world. they they love calling, calling tees and showing who's boss. And, uh, you know, so it's uh, it's not a good idea to end up feuding with them like uh, Ant is kind of. And he, he, he was his usual funny self, though, after the game. He says they should have had two, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so he was apparently uh, complaining another time. So that's uh, something. But if they uh, they win tonight against an injury-ravaged Memphis team at home, they will reach the halfway point of the season, game 41 tonight. 
with 30 wins. I'd have to look it up. How many times, how many seasons have they not had 30 wins? Oh, oh, 15. About, let's, I got that for you right here. Kyle does That's a great question. Great thread on this. I love these. So they've had, here we go, basketball reference. Now, there were a couple, like, lockout seasons in there. That's yeah, right. Those don't count. Yeah. But. So 30, oh, my God. It's more, it's more than the other way around. So 35 seasons, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 of the 35 seasons. Well, this, so, is, one, this is one of them. So 17 of the 35 seasons, half. Okay. Half. Half, <laughs> half the time they haven't won 30 games in the full season. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's pretty phenomenal, to say the least. I was uh, worried about them two, three weeks ago, and now they're, uh, not, you know, they're not really playing great, great. Although last night, 96 from the big four, how often are you going to, uh, how often are you going to get lost? But I don't I, What's the number one turnaround? I say Rudy. I say Rudy is the uh, number one reason this is is this has turned around the way he's played this year and the way they've played with him compared to last year is uh, is probably number one reason. I think it's three, it's three main things. It's Rudy is either healthier or better or more comfortable. Actually, it's four things. It's Rudy. It's Mike Conley for a full season. Yes, that's true. Even last night he was, you know, he, he, you look at the box score, you're like, I don't know, eight points, whatever it was. He was like a plus 20. Him just being out there as an organizer is helping. And then I know you've nitpicked him, but Anthony Edwards has taken steps. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is is a lot better and obviously healthier than he was in the first two months of experimenting. The biggest thing is if you look at just the minutes that Cat and Gobert are on the floor together, Pat, so last year when those guys were on the floor together, and you, it's unavoidable. You have to play those guys together for like 25 minutes a night, right? The Wolves lost those minutes. They were like a minus five points per 100 possessions when those guys were on the court. It's a plus 10 this year. Yeah. So they, they work it. together on the court better than they did last year. I think against all odds, our guy, I think can't last year this whole thing happened and he still was defending his turf, you know, that I'm I'm the star here. I think he's, what what is this? You're nine for him? Eight so. or nine? How long? And uh, he's finally said, "Out of hell with it. Let's try to win." You know? And it's perfect for him. It's he gets, perfect. For he gets him. upset once in a while when they freeze him out. But uh, <laughs> you know, when the ant freezes him out, just be an ant. You never get the "we're freezing out cat" because we're upset with him. You just get the tonight. Ant has decided that he's the only player that matters, and the hell with the rest of them. And then cat gets frozen out, and then he gets a little upset. So. I, I don't know, but uh, it let's it, it'll be interesting if they see keep their sellout streak on going tonight with that team in town. Oof, they must be well, and it's a nine o'clock tip off tonight too. Our time, it's yeah. A second game of the TNT, and this is what you get. So for all of those who complained about wolves aren't getting the national respect, no. wolves need more. This is what you get. You, <laughs> we get treated like the West Coast. So oh, if you man. want national t- TV, nine o'clock games are what you're going to get at times. That uh, don't uh, don't pick up your morning papers tomorrow and expect to read about it with a nine o'clock tip off. I can guarantee you that. That's uh, that's. Uh, you know, Deadline is nine o'clock. Pat. That's, yeah, we gotta 
they want your copy at 925. So that's, uh, you know, we could tell them the first basket was scored by yeah. Ant. <laughs> Fans sat down after Anthony yeah. Edwards scored a basket. But besides that, you we know, don't really know what happened. You know, everything is on TV now, and that's probably good. High school sports, you can watch on your YouTube, you know, on your phone if you want to. But in a lot of ways, it's bad, too. A, review. B, 9 o'clock, nine ten starts against the Grizz without John Morant. How to, you know, you, you would have thought they, they, they would have called up and said, have you seen who's playing for Memphis? We're go ahead and play it at seven o'clock. We've canceled the broadcast. You know what? Yeah. What, what? What would be I, the object of having to get? They got. They have nobody. Did you see the list of who's not playing for them? It's it incredible. is, but it, but they're still like they're still winning some games even with Ja out. So th- it's kind of a trap game, if I dare say mm-hmm. so. Okay, it's na- national TV. The nerves are going to be back to back. Now, you know, Charles Barkley is going to be watching. Don't be one of those morons that every time they play a bad team and don't win by 15, they say, this is a game they would have lost last year. Uh, well, <laughs> if, if all that was true, they would have been 28 and 54 last, 28 and 54 last year. You know, they won some games last year. Okay. They didn't, they didn't lose every one of these games that was closer than it should have been. But they lost to bad teams. That that's oh, the thing were, is they got swept they by the Pistons last year. Yeah, they lost some bad games. I'm I'm admitting that, but not all of them. Everybody says, "Oh, they would have lost this game last year." Um, no, they are. By the way, they're they're ten and they're ten and two against the the below five hundred teams this year. So they're who beat them? Well, who the beat them? The, the, the Raptors under Raptors to start at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. count? I guess is it below five hundred when they play those they, teams? It should or, be when you play them, not oh. where they are. You know, month weeks later. The Raptors so. was the first game, the so Hawks. it was two zero and yeah. zero teams. Did they lose to the Hawks? Raptors the are Hawks, uh, they they're, the they're Hawks, officially yeah. uh, tanking. They traded uh, Pascal uh, yeah. yesterday, so they're officially trying to lose uh, lose as many as they possibly can and get get in the league. Did I see that was three first round picks? Three first round picks. Yeah, yeah. Pacers gave up. Yeah. And who's that? Where do you go? Where do you go? Indianapolis? Pacers. Indian- yeah. Pacers. Boy, what do they think they're going to do? They, <laughs> well, they're, I mean, they're, if, ha- I mean, Halliburton's okay. got to, but they're, they're yeah, they're, okay, they're currently they, the seventh seed. You know, they think because they made the in-season tournament run that they're uh, legit. I'm not sure about It's that. a good team. It's a good team. It's They, okay. they could they could use a, a, a good veteran more than the three first round picks. But hey, b- before we started talking Wolves, you told us off microphone, I have a Kirk Cousins thought. And uh, we would really love to hear what your Kirk well, Cousins Well, I'm thought. sure you guys have brought this up, and I, we might even brought it up. But the fact that Green Bay and Detroit are in the quarterfinals has now convinced the Kirkies that this would be the year that the Vikings could have made their run. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with you morons? What is what is going on in your heads that somehow it's a positive that the Packers have the youngest team in the NFL and are in the quarterfinals and the Lions are favored to win in the quarterfinals. And that's, if, if old number eight hadn't gotten hurt. And it, it, the other thing is, if if JJ and Cousins hadn't gotten hurt, well, what was the record when JJ was hurt? Five and two? Five and one? 
five and, five two, and one, five, five and, and two, one, whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, there's loss. But the, this idea, well, uh, yep. it would have. I mean, I've seen it. It's. I know it's Twitter idiots, but it's. Uh, they wouldn't have is. lost again, Pat. Huh? They 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 would never have lost again. We we would right now be watching the greatest win streak in Vikings history right through yes. the Super Bowl if only Kirk hadn't. Where got did this come from? Where did this come from? I Pat, I, I hope when Kirk Cousins is giving his speech in Canton, Ohio, probably ten years from now, I no. hope he spends ten minutes on the hypothetical run that they would have gone on. <laughs> yes, How about the right. career? His whole it's hypothetical just, career. Things you know, were I thought, you know. I saw it from a couple of people on Twitter, and I said, okay, there's idiots. But now I've seen it from a bunch of people. It's become a narrative for some of these people. Yep. This, you know, the fact that Jordan Love is doing this, just think if we had Kirk. And, uh, you know, what, what, it, what is wrong with people? It's amazing, man. And then there's all these, like, double standard arguments, too. And I can't tell if it's half the fan base or if it's just a loud vocal minority, but you know, when you poke at Kirk, you're like, you know, I put out the tweet the other day, the 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 updated list of quarterback playoff wins, right? Yeah, that's and right. You got uh, you got guys like Jared Goff now has like four playoff wins, and Brad yeah. Johnson had five playoff wins, and yes. Kirk TJ Yates had one, Tim Tebow had one, and Kirk has one. And the response back is always, "Well, it's a team game, okay? Football is <laughs> yeah. a team game. You can't, okay? Well, yeah." It is, there's 53 guys on a team. So if it's a team game, why do you every single day beg and and pine for this guy to make forty million dollars more to take up you know salary cap from the team building? Like it's it doesn't make sense to me. No, it it uh, but it is uh, it, it is quite a phenomenon uh, you know in my long career here. Now there's two different elements of that. There's the the whole deal till the mid you know the late late uh, first decade of this century till late in there, and then the social media. So that's a completely different feedback you're getting now than you used to get because, you you know, it held for a long time. Somebody had to send you a letter before you could uh, find out what they were thinking. So, yeah. uh, or the, or the judge would, uh, they we'd take call in, call into the star tribune. You will, you know, press one for yes to the hotline. Gino Toretta four. Press yeah, four for Gino Toretta. Yeah, that, that kind of so it's different. You get the different kind of feedback, and I don't know what it is, but you you really do get to see how many uh, crazy people were out there. So, so Pat, I was talking to I was I did that thing on the Lions the other day, and I was talking to Dan Cole, and uh, I had to tell him, Coley, I turned you on the other day, and the first thing I heard was Warren's on the phone. You know Warren? Warren in St. Paul? Warren, I think oh, yeah. he used to be in Fargo back in the day, and now he's somewhere. I said, oh, yeah. I was hanging up on this guy 35 years ago. What the hell? I don't want to turn some guy on in 2024, and the first thing I hear is Warren's on the phone. I don't want to hear Warren. Does Warren call you guys? Do you get oh, Warren? Well, we, he used to. We didn't yeah. take the calls. But, yeah, but he <laughs> – he goes back to the also the, the original K fan years as well when oh, yeah. they would just let him ramble and he'd what? be coming up with these you know I I've seen this guy in Mankato and I'm going to tell you right now this guy's a star they should bench yeah. the starter same crap but, but, 
the best part was when he'd get in on Sid and you'd hear Sid in the background. Oh, not this guy. <laughs> he was okay. I found the name of the player. So he was the first show I ever produced at K fan back in 2006, seven was the sludge and Lake show. So Henry, okay. Henry Lake and Corey Cove and, uh, and Warren would call, it was a two hour show every night and, and Warren would call every single show basically. <laughs> And uh, the Vikings, the 2000, this is, yeah, 2007. So the draft happens. The Vikings draft Adrian Peterson. And later in the draft, in the third round, the Bears drafted Garrett Wolf out of Northern Illinois. Yes, and War- Warren called in and said, this is a huge mistake by the Vikings for passing on Garrett Wolf. They chose Adrian <laughs> Peterson. They should have chosen Garrett Wolf. And it is one of the most famous rant. Henry Lake, Henry Lake's head came off of his torso. Garrett Wolf! Who is Garrett Wolf? Garrett Wolf! And they're yelling at each other. It's Warren. It was Warren in St. Paul at the time, if I remember right. But yeah, that dude. Well, hardly <laughs> any. No, nobody really takes calls on sports. Now, you guys take them on, you know, the, the, the great calls are after Viking losses, right? That's, I mean, that's, that's great on Purple Daily and stuff. But the, uh, but the, uh, the show that uh, the you know the we've we've weaned ourselves off the call in you know sports talk in the well it's, in it's generally just bad radio you know yeah. it's like you got people tune in they don't need to hear from Bob and Shakopee bumbling yeah, through but the, some question yeah the best used to be Yates I don't call you at work you shouldn't call me at work <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, Royce, yesterday, 26 years since the Weeping Blondes. Yeah, we, we should have done more. That we should have done more with. We should have done more with that story. Should have tracked him down. 25 years, yeah, 25 years. I tracked him down year 10 on the 10th anniversary, and uh, I knew we were going to do something on it, so I ignored it. But we should we should have done more than that. I mean, I as I say, I still got the framed photo out in my garage every day hanging on the wall where you see it when you walk out it's uh i don't know i think passing the first super bowl because uh, most of us remember it are dead right but i i say it's the it's the most memorable moment in viking history it's the most it's the most devastating loss in minnesota pro sports as far as i'm concerned Agreed. I think you're right. I think you're right. And what what is forgotten in all of it is they lost to a 14 and two team. <laughs> it wasn't like yeah. you know, it wasn't like the mutts of all time were coming to town. And Chris Chandler played great. Now somebody I know tried to get a hold of Chris, or uh, was going to try to get a hold of Chris, and they found out Chris is having issues with them. You know that he's probably having his memory issues. Mm. So which is too bad because he. I mean, he came in and played a magnificent game that day. Not, I don't think there was a false start from them. And you, you thought they were going to come in and just blow up because of the rabid, crazy Metrodome crowd. It all the scolding you can do, and all that stuff, and all the noise you can make in the new place. You're, it's too big, you know. And it's not, it's not as deafening as the Metrodome. I, I mean, I haven't been there a lot, but, but. Watching on television, it's not as deafening as as the the Metrodome was. The Metrodome was mm-hmm. when they wanted to get fired up, you couldn't hear a thing. 
Right. Even without playing the music in the background, which they did too. But uh, so, I mean, that's a magnificent performance. And uh, one, one thing we were discussing a little bit was that the crowd reacted so joyfully on Gary's kick. Because it wasn't like it was wobbling left or something. Yeah. Everybody thought he made it. They just assumed he made it. The crowd, yeah! You know, it was one of the great two-thirds of the way up the full volume celebration. And then, uh, what happened? Then the big old moan. And then the, and then the silence. And then, okay, well, you're still seven ahead. Come on. I mean, yeah, you can't lose it. Out. You at least can't lose it in regulation, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't. I've told this story 50 times, but it's still my favorite TV news reporting is the first day of camp down in Mankato uh, after after the loss. Schmitty's down there. Joe Schmidt's down there. And he's got Gary Schultzenberg as his producer. And they're running. And this, you know, they used to drive into the parking lot. You'd go run after him to get, you know, when a guy guy. Uh, parked and the Smitty is in the middle of some interview and and uh and Gary Anderson's car comes in and he points to Schultz get over there and get him and Gary Anderson opens the door and his left foot is on the ground but his right foot is still in the car and Schultz he says have you gotten over missing that field goal yet? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> He isn't out of the car yet. He's asking him about the miss, miss field goal. And the whole mob is descending on him. Oh, man. He's a now, a, you know, he's like a fishing guide in, in Canada, northern British Columbia or something. He just decided yeah. to go spend the rest of his life fly fishing in frozen trout streams up in, up in the British Columbia. I'm not going to listen to this anymore. He, he just the hell out of town. And he, he still spent, I mean, Chris Thomas and tracked him down a couple of years ago for, for an interview in the pioneer press. And he's, he's of course he did traveling to South Africa still and Canada. You know. If Thomason was covering the Vikings that then he would have ran over and said, Gary, did you get over missing field goal? You know, he would have <laughs> called he him at, at home the next day, Pat. Yeah. And Gary would have picked up the phone. Hey, Gary, it's Chris here. How could you miss that field goal? <laughs> How you doing? How you handling it? Everybody hates you. What do you think? Yep. <laughs> well, Pat, hey, we I, I know we were going to talk Maurer. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's talk. Joe Maurer looks like he might get looking in here on the good. first ballot. It's looking good. So, Let's talk uh, about it tomorrow on the show. All right. We'll do that. See you later. All right. There he is. Uh, Royce Unchained, presented today by our friends at Zero Res. So if you're looking to deep clean that home, nice, fresh start to 2024. Zero Res is here with the Score North Special. Three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $119. 952-Zero-Res or ZeroResMinnesota.com. Say you want that Score North Special. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero Res.